Hey, it's Max, and you're listening to the Millennial Real Podcast. Around September of 2018, my friend Sydney had decided to quit her job in order to embark on a journey of self-discovery. After having gotten a taste of solo traveling for on a previous trip, she felt compelled this time to go on an even longer trip. And in this episode, I got a chance to sit down and talk with Sydney a few weeks after she quit her job and a few weeks before she left on her journey. We talk about the factors that led to her leaving her job and what she hopes to learn by the end of the trip. Also a small noise warning, some parts do get a little bit noisy, a little bit loud due to me being an idiot and picking the, the wrong spot to record. Uh, I record next to a train yard. Forgot there was a train yard next to the CN Tower. Regardless of my failures, please still do enjoy this episode. Can you just introduce yourself? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, hey, my name is Sinyi. I am currently unemployed. And recently, too. Recently yeah. unemployed. And I'm about to set off on a long trip across multiple continents. And uh, it's now three, less than three weekends away. Oh, yeah. Wait, really? There are three weeks oh, yeah, between you're, now. You're leaving in October. I'm leaving yeah, on a Thursday. On a, th- on a Thursday. It's cheap. Okay. It is cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Where? What's your first destination? So I'm going to be in Australia and then New Zealand, then over to Southeast Asia. Going to Cambodia, Laos, Thailand, all Vietnam. The, all the Southeast Asian <laughs> countries. And then, and then home. And then to China. And then, and then China. Okay, that's, sounds like a very action-packed trip. I hope so. Yeah. I really hope so. I mean, you get to spend two weeks with three of us, so... I do! That, <laughs> it's it's honestly, that was kind of where it all started. Uh-huh. I was like, I'm going to Southeast Asia. And then Cindy's like, actually, <laughs> I'm going to New Zealand. You should meet up with us. Yeah, yeah. And so... New Zealand was two weeks then it kind of grew into two months yeah and then I was like well if I'm in New Zealand gotta do Australia so then tacked on a month and a half there and suddenly like a three month trip became like a six eight month trip it's eight months (laughs) six to eight months undecided wait which part is undecided uh I'm not sure if I'm gonna miss home to be honest like I've never been away for that long uh-huh. I've traveled solo by myself once yeah. <laughs> for one week, <laughs> and, and now I'm not sure if I'll be able to travel solo for eight months, you know? Right, right. right. So like, I think the negotiable part is I'm not sure if I want to do like Malaysia, Singapore, and Indonesia on this trip. I don't know if I'll do them another trip. Uh, so you don't have tickets? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Right now, I only have my one-way ticket uh, to Australia, <laughs> and I have a, a flight from Southern Australia to Northern Australia, okay. so that I can make it in time for a half marathon. Oh, you're doing half marathon? I am! Doing it in... Uh, someone told me it's pronounced Canes. You don't pronounce the R, because they're Australian. I don't know. <laughs> but it's uh, in the Great Barrier Reef area. Nice. That's actually really exciting. Yeah, it's my first one, not on this continent. Yes. Part of the Great Barrier Reef uh, Marathon Festival. Yeah. Okay. That's exciting. 
But from there, I have no idea. Okay. Need to figure out some tickets to New Zealand and then... Oh, you don't even have tickets to New Zealand yet? <laughs> well, I know I'm meeting you guys, yes. and that part's very well planned yeah. because yeah, of yeah. Danny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we still have some uh, accommodation stuff, but... I still need to figure out that car rental car stuff. car situation? <laughs> Promise I will do it. Fair, fair, fair. So what, um, what prompted this whole quit my job and go on this trip? Hmm, well, I think that it's kind of push and pull. Yeah. Like, I think I've been... I think it was traveling by myself by accident to Taiwan for a week. It just wasn't enough. Like, I had so much fun in the parts where I was actually by myself and I, and I also met a bunch of people from other countries, some, peop- some locals, some people from Europe and traveled with them for a bit. Yeah. And it was just all in all a really great experience that showed me that I can travel by myself and so this became a possibility like I think I've always wanted to travel especially to Southeast Asia and more recently Australia and New Zealand but I mean I've wanted to go to Southeast Asia for a while now yeah and this seemed like an opportunity to do that because I was coming on two years of this uh, this job working full time and I had actually been speaking to a recruiter and she asked me uh, how long I'd been in my position I said two, almost two years and she said well then it's about time <laughs> that, that really shook me I was like wait should I be making a move right now is yeah. that the expectation yeah. and so I started to really think about it and then there was push factors too like work was rough it was uh, stressful I was starting to see myself being burnt out just like not being motivated to get out of bed were just signs that I recognized in myself that I needed to take it slow. Yeah. Okay. What were you doing for work? Uh, I was a forensic accountant. Okay. So, I mean, it was investigating financial crime. Mm-hmm. So, looking, I mean, I worked on a file that had a Ponzi scheme. Oh, shit. <laughs> we were, and some of them were trying to prove or investigate how uh, a fraudster took millions of dollars yeah. Yeah. working with the police and yeah. with yeah, other authorities it was interesting yeah it sounds very interesting but you got very tired of it yeah I think it was just a very like mentally stimulating job mm-hmm. and so I found myself coming home like very emotionally and mentally exhausted just yeah. because the work that we did took so much thinking (laughs) which is good I think that's what drew me in I mean I wanted to go somewhere where I investigated where I got to be curious where it was like solving a puzzle Mm -hmm. and I got all of that it just I didn't realize how tiring that would be so you you kind of reached I guess the two year mark and then you're just like time to take a step back and just have my own time yeah, I think some of the things that like really started to show me that it was too much. Um, like sometimes I would come home feeling like I needed to cry just because oh. there was a lot on my plate. It's and mental stress. Yeah, and I think I think especially coming from somewhere like Waterloo where we work so hard, 
I feel haven't really built up the ability to say no. Oh, or to at work, just keep t- keeping taking on things oh, yeah. and thinking that you can do them. Yes. But in a perfect world, I would have been able to do the things that I signed up to do. But things never go according to plan. So some things take longer, or you face an unanticipated issue, and now suddenly what was doable under perfect circumstances aren't. And I think that's what contributed to it being too much. Hey, now I know. Now you know. Now I can work on it. <laughs> <laughs> so next time you you there might be a possibility of you saying no to a certain project or task or something. Yeah, I think it's me better understanding how much I can actually take on and actually and building in for the contingency that things don't always go something I can learn on my trip, you know, I want to see how I handle spontaneity and unexpected turns. How long were you planning to leave your job? How long before you actually left? So I gave notice three months in advance. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah, it was a financial decision. I am trying to be a responsible adult, <laughs> so I wanted to like, so I wanted to properly save and budget for this trip. So uh, I worked out how much I thought I would uh, need to spend in each country. And uh, one of my friends actually came back from a four-month uh, trip in Southeast Asia. She said that she could do four months comfortably for five thousand dollars. So that was wow. super encouraging. Yeah. Uh, and then I just had to figure out how much I thought New Zealand and Australia would cost and then work backwards to figure out when I could quit. <laughs> <laughs> very calculated. I feel like New Zealand is going to be very expensive. I agree, which uh, is why I'm very grateful to be traveling with friends. <laughs> the, the one-way ticket was already, like, really expensive. Uh, it was, that it was. Yeah, so I'm just like, ooh, <laughs> what is the rest of this trip going to cost? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I wanted to be able to say that I paid for my own trip. Mm-hmm. So it felt like I earned it. Yeah. I deserve this time off. Yeah. And not going, crying to the bank of mom and dad <laughs> for help, you know? Yeah. Have you, uh, have you done that often? Uh, I try not to. I try not to. Just with tuition and stuff. Yeah. But... But not the not the festivals and the raves. No, got to fund your own entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> we're gra- we're trying to be grown ass adults. Yes. How how do you find that? Being a grown, being ass, a grown adult. ass adult. It is difficult. Yeah. I've actually said it to my parents. Being an adult is hard, and they're like, "You get used to it." I'm like, "That's not what I wanted to hear." <laughs> wanted to hear it gets better, it gets easier. You get used to it. I I don't think it ever gets. Easier, it just gets into routine. Yeah. And then once you get into a routine, then it it's habit. Right? I feel like I saw that on Reddit. It was like uh, people who are 50 year, years old just do normal things, and they're like, this uh, is so mundane because I've been fucking doing this shit for 50 years. <laughs> like brushing your teeth. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> I got that. Yes. This is you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
and, and there's a lot of like nerves in, in doing that and just cutting yourself off and like you're like I'm done work I think it's a decision paralysis thing like we have so many opportunities yeah. open to us yes. that you're like okay I have no idea <laughs> which one to go with yeah. of these many many choices and you don't want to regret a bad choice right like you're like oh I'm over here now and I, like, I wish I didn't do this because it's not what I thought it was going to be yeah maybe it's like a mental shift thing mm-hmm. like thinking of even negative experiences and learning experiences yeah it's hard. It is hard. It's so hard. It is hard. I think I need, like, I hope that after eight months away, I can, like, talk about my job in, like, a level-headed, yeah. non-resentful, yeah. <laughs> non-negative, like, way. Yeah. Because I think, like, after something tough, takes you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then eventually you can start seeing, like, the positives and the silver linings. And... That's true. That's I think I will have to talk to you. After your whole thing, just to see uh, what you've learned from all that. Because in New Zealand, it would be like you've only been to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I'll have done like working in Auckland in a coffee shop. Oh, you're working in Auckland? I am. I got a working holiday visa, and my dad happened to have a childhood friend. Oh. Who? Yeah, has a coffee shop in Auckland. So oh. I'm gonna go work there for a bit, and then. Is it after we leave or? Before. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so I'm going to leave New Zealand for Cambodia the same day that you guys leave for Canada. Damn. You're going to be working there too. That's pretty, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Because I I went through like a couple of ideas. I thought maybe like a seaside hostel in Australia, but this, this was easy. (laughs) I'm not going to create unnecessary trouble and stress that's for fair, myself that's fair the opportunity was there you're like I'll do it I'll take it I'll take it it's good thank you privilege <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah. it'll be interesting yeah for sure yeah I mean I've been journaling and Last year, around my birthday, like I wrote a Medium post, just kind of reflecting on what being 23 was like. Mm-hmm. And now it's getting really close to my birthday again, yes. so I'm reflecting on what 24 has been. 24 has been very different from 23. Like I feel like this year, I've seen myself and my friends like slowly start to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like leaving school and... Adults. Yeah, and starting to adult, like the first year out of school, you're like, okay, I'm just trying to like not die. <laughs> I'm just like, don't drown, and I'll figure it out. Yeah. And then once you've kind of st- steadied yourself a little bit, yeah. like one year out, you're like, hey, now what do I actually want to do? Yeah. Now that like not, it's not an emergency situation, I'm not going to drown. Like, what's next? Where should I swim to? Yeah, yeah. sure. You, you know how to like kick your feet a little bit and then like kind of push yourself through the water but like you still can't see that well your head is like kind of like bobbing but you're not drowning you're not drowning you're not drowning that's pretty good so what do you think 25 is gonna be like i don't know mid 20s <laughs> no idea what do you hope for hmm I think a thing that talking to some older friends, it seems a thing that I can work on is self-acceptance and self-love. Just like, I think 
over the last couple of years, it's been a lot of self-improvement and trying to, you know, establish your career and, like, get better yourself. Yeah. Like, well, you're pursuing higher education. And that has to come hand-in-hand hand with still loving yourself yes. and accepting you for who you are yeah. because, I mean, otherwise, that self-improvement lane is really just you grabbing on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like, giving, showing yourself compassion and, like, being patient. Mm-hmm. I need to work on that because okay. I think I'm hard on myself sometimes. Yeah, that's true for a lot of people. Like, you you feel like you can do better all the time, and then when you don't, you're very disappointed. You're like, oh, I could have could have really, you know, hit those targets or something like that, so... Yeah. But I mean, our, well, we have so much life ahead of us. That's it's actually not very possible true, yes. that everything will always go perfectly. Yeah. So, I think, just like mistakes and hard times... Yeah. There's something that we'll eventually have to Upcoming learn to. Show. Oh, okay. <laughs> that we'll have to learn to live with. Yeah. And maybe that'll be something I get to try out on my trip too. Like when things don't go according to plan. Yeah. Just being okay with that. Because I am a bit of a perfectionist wow. and that is exhausting. <laughs> Yeah, so then that's very different for you, right? Like, just being able to, like, not plan everything. Like, especially coming from being um, a forensic accountant. Yes. Like, everything, like, when we say something, it might be usable in court, so you have to be very careful yes. about, like, what specifically you say, because it has to be fact. And so, everything is very methodical, very planned, and very careful. And that's, like... It'll be very, very out of my comfort zone yeah. to move away from that, yeah. where like things won't be methodical. Mm-hmm. I think that's very liberating and terrifying. And terrifying, mostly terrifying, but exciting. But uh, yeah, yeah. So there's a there's a certain thrill in that. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, I want to feel that. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll the feel let you know. Choice. I'll let you know what that feels like, or if it'll just be like terrifying fear the whole time. <laughs> probably won't be. I fear. Yeah. You can probably Google it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure someone's done this successfully. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Xinyi has since returned from her trip. If you want to see a recap of the places she went to, check out her Instagram at a collage of my life. Hopefully, I can catch up with Sinny again to get a part two to see how she's progressed over the past year. Till then, my name is Max, and this is the Millennial Podcast.